coming to you from the lab, where we talk about guns, gear, training, and everything in between. Riding Shotgun is my co-host, Big Keith. I'm your host, Mike, and this is The Gun Experiment. After a great interview last week with Rick, our criminal investigator, Keith and I decided to talk to him a little bit after the show, and we discussed the Hearing Protection Act as well as Rick's experience working with suppressed firearms, and he gave us a good insight as to the advantages of having that, and then we got into a little political discussion as to why the Hearing Protection Act never came about. So without further ado, here's a little bonus material for all of you. All right, so we were talking about the Supreme Court, guys, and uh, one of the things that was a big uh, agenda item was the Hearing Protection Act. Rick, you, I know you've heard of this, and Keith, have you heard of the Hearing Protection Act? I have not, but uh, it sounds kind of of uh, interest to me. Yeah, so, so Rick, basically yeah. that was when the Republicans did all three houses, and there was talk of basically making suppressors uh, easier to get. And I don't know about legal across the country, but definitely easier to get. Um, and it died, right? I mean, it basically just went away. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 firearms, or the uh, Hearing Protection Act would, would, have, would have removed the suppressors from the national firearms list of, uh, of destructive or non-fire, you know, regulated I- items so that you could have legally bought a suppressor. Again, depending on the state laws, there's like uh, I think it's like twelve states in the in the nation where you can't own or use a you know a various various levels a suppressor. Um, but you could go on an over counter like you are in many European countries. Uh, when I was in Germany, you couldn't even ask to see a firearm unless you had your 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 Waffenschein, which is your weapons license. But you, you could walk out of the uh, the downtown gun mart with a, with a suppressor. Yeah, with I was no, saying no questions I was saying asked, Rick you know, the other day, not, Keith. Um, I ran into him and asked him to be on the show that when I was in Ireland um, for a wedding, the father of the bride took us out to a range and we were just shooting 22s. It was nothing crazy, but it was just like, hey, let's go shooting. And uh, all the guys went there. You have to own a suppressor. It's not an option. You must own one. (laughs) Now, why? Right. Why must you own one? Because they don't want to hear big, loud bangs going (laughs) off in their backyard. They're offended by noise pollution. Yeah. yeah, well, they should be, right? So I, I, I want to ask you, Rick, because you, know, you have experience with a lot of the cool toys that Keith and I probably will never be able to own, but nope. Um, what is it like shooting a suppressor? And I'm not asking that, like, I'm not being funny. Like, I mean, like, it must be must be a joy to shoot guns with suppressors on them. Is that That's true? what I say. It would be more enjoyable. Well, it, it the suppressor has many qualities that, that are conducive to, to safe and enjoyable shooting. One in your high power, your, your larger calibers like your 308s or even your 338 Magnums, which we shot when I was at the sniper competition, um, it reduced say a, a 308 down to a 308 shooting 178 grain bullet at 2600, 2700 feet per second, down to the recoil of about a 223. So you're less statured, as the army calls them, female shooters who you know are, are you know smaller in stature can enjoy shooting high powered rifles. Uh, the, the noise alone, um, not to have to worry about the hearing protection when you're hunting or even shooting. Now, some of the some of the firearms, when you put a suppressor on them, it reduces in decibels. And if you know anything about decibel, decibels are, um, you know, reduction decibel is um, exponential. So if a, a five degree, a, a five point reduction in, in decibels is like 
it's incredible the amount of reduction noise you have. You still have your your, your sonic crack, you know, but that's only heard downrange or, or you know if you're in the cone. So you can literally shoot. Uh, matter of fact, I kill. I, I hunt with a suppressor in Maryland, in Pennsylvania, and one year I killed a a deer, and the neighbors said I thought I heard something, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. That's the whole intent. People, when they hear gunfire, firecrackers or fireworks, they know it's a bang. They either know it's fireworks or somebody shooting. Um, the human nature is like, oh, I don't know what that was, and it doesn't really bother me. So you don't have the problem of disturbing your neighbors or even game um, when you hunt like coyotes or, or, or varmints. You know, you take a shot with a unsuppressed rifle. You may have to wait 30, 40 minutes for, you know, something to come back. Or as you shoot a pressure, you may not even have to scare the – if there's multiple targets in the field, they yeah, may not even the, run. One of the advantages I like about it is, unfortunately, one of the problems that I have when I shoot, and I think a lot of people do, is that anticipation of, of the noise makes me have a little bit of a flinch sometimes. And that's one of those things – like when I shoot a twenty two, I never have that problem. But that bang, you know, like, like I yeah, once heard it said – that having an explosion go off in your hand is not normal. So it makes you have that reaction. <laughs> and, you know, why would anybody not want to, let's see, A, save your hearing, B, make you more accurate regardless of what you're shooting. Like, what is the downside of this? Yet somehow they let Hollywood dictate that, oh, this is going to be used in some super spy, you know, uh, you're, you're going to go around, yeah, go around like, you know, murdering Knocking people. Knocking people like, off quietly. Yeah. Meanwhile, what are the statistics on this? How many people actually use a suppressor in any form of shooting? It's got to be almost none. It, 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 the, the statistically would be zero. Um, the, 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 the complaint the politicians all come, well, if these are readily available, the people will just go crazy shooting things. Well, I work in a major city and at night uh, they obviously didn't get the memo about being quiet because I've been on the streets where multiple gunshots automatic gunfire, um, you know, running gun battles and the police respond and nobody saw anything or heard anything. So it does not, it's not the lack of, of suppressors are not impeding the criminal element. They, they don't even think about it. Plus, you know, the criminal element, you have to basically buy a firearm that's capable and set up and, and be able to be intelligent to use it. I have not to be not to be joking. I literally have seized firearms that were ten millimeter and had nine millimeter <laughs> ammunition in it. I guess they figured it was close enough nine, yeah, ten, millimeter, whatever. Millimeter um, off. <laughs> so that is the quality of the individual. I, I've recovered firearms that were stashed under porches that have been there for months, and I don't. I wouldn't even think about firearm. They were they were so badly rusted because they. It's it, it is it's a concept that they, it's a. You know, it's a Hollywood thing to them. And it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a firearm versus a baseball bat with nails. It doesn't really matter. It's a brute force tool. So the idea that this is going to be just a ramped and purchased by the criminals who, by the way, are bringing in kilos of heroin, cocaine, uh, you know, bootleg, whatever. Uh, if they wanted suppressors, they would be able to get them, which, by the way, uh, we have the Internet. It's not that hard to manufacture a suppressor. I'm going to tell you what it comes down to. And I, I, I really think that this is it. The, there are two sides here. And Keith, you keep saying it. We keep saying it. There's one side that's for guns and there's one side that's against guns. And of course, you have a few people that are in the middle. But for the most part, we are just a divide. We're at a divided part of our country's history. And you have these two sides. And all the politicians know is 
if I paint a picture that's ugly enough, the side that doesn't like them is going to continue to have this notion that guns are bad. So it would be logical to say, you know, the reasonable person that's going out to the range on a Sunday to shoot, we just want to protect his hearing. That's logical, but it's not scary. And if it's not scary, you can't pass your agenda. And I truly believe that's what it is. Well, you know, I, I don't, again, I'm going to try not to go and be political, but, you know, the, the, the party that's not in power of the White House right now, shall we say, has been living on fear for over 150 years. Um, that's how they've been selling things, you know, whether it's race relations, firearms control, you know, if they're not in control of it, then yep. it's I out agree. of control. I agree. Bottom line. So, yeah, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think, you know, um, and that's why that's, that's part of the reason why we're doing this show. You know, we want to educate people. That's why we're having guests on like, like yourself, Rick, because we want to educate people. And unfortunately we're probably educating the people, you know, we're preaching to the choir, but True. you know, I, it's, it's still important. Well, you'd be surprised how many gun owners don't know, you know, really, I'd say probably only about 70, probably 30% of gun owners actually know the facts of what they've got. Most gun owners, you know, a gun club, they're out there to shoot their trap. As long as they can keep their, you know, $6,000 fiancés and shoot skeet trap on the weekends. And, and they, and it's sad because they are really delusional because I got news for you. When they get the $500 AKs and the $1,200, um, uh, you know, AR-15s, they're going to take the $6,000 financies. They did it in Austria. They've done, they're doing it in Germany, all these places, um, because it's not, they are not reasonable. It, it, you know, totalitarianism is never reasonable. I just want, and I just want to clarify, I'm not, I'm not exactly where, you know, take away all that other stuff and I'll keep my, my, my browning. Um, but uh, I, I am the type of gun owner that you're describing where I don't, know everything about like muzzle uh, velocity or, or, you know, things like that. Like I get intimidated by that kind of discussion. I enjoy shooting trap. I enjoy shooting 22s. I enjoy supporting the second amendment and, and having discussions around those things. But I am not a big, you know, I don't even know, Mike, what am I trying to say? Like, I, I, well, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I'm not, first of all, I'm not um, super well read on ballistics. Right. But um, and I like what I like and I shoot what I shoot and I kind of shoot the same rounds and I don't do a lot of wildcat rounds, but I think what you're trying to say, Keith, is that, you know, you're not, but you're not what he's describing. You know what I mean? Like you're, what he's describing is someone who says, I don't need That's to worry wanted, about AR-15s I, I, when I was because to say, I'm, I'm the type, I'm the type of gun owner that doesn't know exactly everything about what he has. That is me. You know what I mean? Like I have a very, very nice, in my opinion, trap gun. It, it, it's not 6,000 bucks, but it, it was a couple thousand dollar Browning ultra. You know what I mean? I, I love it. You know, I have a nice 22 and I have a few pistols and then I have some inherited shotguns and rifles over the years that were my grandfather. But Keith, what he's saying is there's people out there and I'm, I'm going to use the term I've used it before the FUDs of the world. You heard that term before, Rick? Yes. The fuds of the world say, "Oh, I, you know, ban those, ban those AR-15s because nobody needs an AR-15. I'm going to go shoot my 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 bird gun." And then what Rick is saying is, if you think it's going to stop with the AR-15s, yeah. you're crazy. Yeah. You're not that person, Keith. You're not a person who says I shoot traps, so I don't. There's no reason to have an AR-15. Have one, In fact, yeah. you just bought an AR-15, so you're definitely not that person. Right. Yeah. That's what I think. What what he's referring to is again, I say it jokingly, the fuds. Who they don't they have their hunting rifle they have no need for the tactical rifle so they would sell us out those of us that have tactical rifles 
because it doesn't pertain to them. But the Second Amendment pertains to all of us. 